Now Prober got the right, right hand free. He's loose with the right hand, and he starts to retaliate, and down goes Nyland, and the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus, that hurts. It's old time hockey. Enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the biscuit. It's the biscuit. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. God help the fucking day if fighting's ever banned. There's a country will stop working on so Batman's fucking candle. Hi everybody. It's the biscuit podcast. Hey, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. Welcome, Biscuit Babies. Everything is very serious right now. Everything is so sad and so terrible. Unless you're eating Cleveland kraut like me. That's why I don't have coronavirus. My gut biome is fucking flawless. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on ad reads because we're getting into the shit. But go check out Cleveland kraut. Go check out Hairless Ape Conspiracies. They just got shadow banned. Weird. Weird. Huh. Crazy. Crazy times. Um, go check out warroad.com. Also, parkersplatoon.org. And last but not least, hockeyfights.com. That's hockeyfights.com where you go to watch hockey fights. Today I'm joined by... Dr. Eric Fike and my daughter Arwen. She's sitting in. Say hi, Arwen. Hi. And you are a doctor at Amazon, right, Eric? Yes, I am. I, uh, I'm a doctor. I work on uh, what's called big data systems at Amazon. Now, I feel like you're lying to me. Are you an actual doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an actual doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not sure why, but uh, I just I run with it, you know? You might as well be a doctor, though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically a doctor for computers and servers and databases. And you went to college long enough to be a doctor? Yeah, definitely. Probably longer, as a matter of fact. I don't have a doctorate degree. I actually only got a bachelor's. Uh, but I was there long enough that I should have an MD. Bachelor's in bullshit. Yeah, bachelor's in bullshit. So, Eric, you're owned by Bezos. I'm a free market kind of kind of guy. You know, you're in the city, I'm in the country. Yeah. You know, but we're good friends. We are. So people should know that we are very good friends. We've played in a band for 10 years. Yeah. The greatest band of all time, Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Artillery Breath. And But Eric and I, we DM each other quite a bit about the news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the news? <laughs> Stuff tangentially related to the news. I mean. But I will say you are definitely one of the smartest people I know, and, and you're well read. Like, you'll read weird shit and, like, you know, the fake news, Washington Post, and different. Like, you read, you read a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like to keep up to date with, you know, what's going on, whether it be from the, uh, from the lamestream media or... Ooh, lamestream, uh, I like that. <laughs> or, or alternative media sources, as well as just, you know, individual opinions and stuff via, via social media and whatnot. I, just, I like to try to absorb as much as I can. Now, what happened in your life that made you that way? 
You've always been that way, though, like since the Art Bell days. You've always been a curious guy. Yeah, so I used to, back when I back when I was not owned by Bezos, before <laughs> this, this awful career that I've since chosen, I used to deliver pizzas, and uh, I used to work in a kitchen until about 4 o'clock in the morning, um, and on my delivery drive, like when I was taking the deliveries, I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM all, all fucking night, and I, so I, I was listening to Alex Jones before he was like, a total of the wrong day! Before he was like a weird right-wing partisan dude, he was just a wild conspiracy theorist. I was listening to Coast to Coast AM and like all those dudes, you know, Alex Jones and uh, what's what's his face, the uh, the, rep, the reptilian dude, David Icke. Ah, uh, David Icke. I was going to say David Icke. Now he's had some interesting things to say about coronavirus. Right. I've not, not kept up with the shit that he's had to say about coronavirus. Well, what? Well, we'll just dive into it there then, because what David Icke is saying, and his is pretty basic. Uh, yeah. You know, because the the population that seems to be being eliminated is older people so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's people that are like sick, immunocompromised, and and old people whose immune systems are weaker than. You know, most individuals. Yeah. Right. So what David Icke is saying, and I mean, David Icke will lean towards the abnormal. We do know that. And that's his job. That's his job. So what he's saying is like, why all of a sudden does the United States government care about old people when they've been cutting funding for old people for decades now? But now all of a sudden, oh, we better start caring about our old people. What would you what would you say to that from a David Ike that because that's where he's coming from that seems to be his point right now. Sure, I mean that's, that, that makes sense from kind of like an elementary point to start off with a with a conspiracy, right? It's like we don't give a shit about old people. This virus is occurring. Suddenly we give a shit about old people. Why, right? That's a good place to start off. But I would say that like the the difference is and why why that's kind of an incorrect way of. Uh, of analyzing his his point of view is is there's something that's occurring right now this virus which which targets old people on a scale that we haven't yet seen before right so like sure when old people are just existing in a lot of seemingly natural diseases like cancer and you know organ failure you know dementia those things kind of come up naturally and they they kill off the population as they get older um but they don't they don't like target old people they don't target immunocompromised people at the scale that you see coronavirus doing it right so like coronavirus especially within the elderly population or the immunocompromised population is killing off people at a much much higher rate than those natural diseases do sure not the numbers but it's happening so fast that's and that's where the the fear has come into everybody because it's quick it's not high, but it's quick. Right. I mean, I mean, compared to uh, sure, it's like like comparatively, it's it's dog shit right now. Well, I mean, compared to the flu, it's like twice as deadly as the flu, which is, I mean, sure, it's not like that that bad. But the issue being is that when you've got twice as many people going in as you do for the flu into the hospital or whatnot, you're overwhelming the hospital system. Anyone who gets in, like, let's say, a car crash or has a heart attack, those first, those people go to the hospital, and suddenly there's no capacity to take care of them, so they're dying at a higher rate. It's kind of like a domino effect, and that's that's the biggest issue is there's there's not enough infrastructure, healthcare-wise, to take care of this many more people being incredibly sick. And that's where... 
my cousin Tossie, she is in San Francisco. She's a doctor. Yeah. And so I talked to her today and last night. Uh, and that's what she was saying. She's like, I'm having to wear the same mask three or four days in a row, which yeah. that mask is, has become useless at that point. For sure. And it's all because there's the normal amount of people that you can handle, but plus this. So it is, it's, it's got to a point where they, and especially the sit. Well, that's another thing. It's like the cities just can't handle this right now. And then, so then like, a village like where I live, they're like, well, we, we just don't have the tests because yeah. the cities can't handle it. You guys aren't going to get them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously with, with cities being as compact as they are and with the population density that there is, people are significantly more likely to spread it quickly. Um, I mean, they're, they're going to be the hotspots, are, are, the, are the cities. It's – but I mean – and this is that's uh, tale as old as time. Like if shit's gonna happen, it happens and in the cities, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, dude. I was talking about this with my wife earlier. And this, look at this, Arnold. Look at Arnold's baby doll. Look at that doll. That's a great doll. That this one's Frankie's. Hey, uh, shut up. <laughs> Love you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is like that's. And I don't mean to say like that's the risk you take, but if shit happens, it seems to happen in a city. So it is kind of the risk you take. For sure. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons that so at some point people decide to move out of the city. I mean, if a disease is going to spread, it's going to spread in, in a highly densely populated area. Because what they say, New York City's already doubled it. Oh, dude. New York City is – I mean, Seattle, where I'm at, was one of the worst – was the first hit, right? The first hit in the country. Uh, and at this point, New York, which is later hit, uh, I think has two to three times as many infected and twice as many deaths as Seattle. So, And that has nothing to do with the Asian population in either places that you guys reside? Sure. I mean, it absolutely should. I mean, it started in China, somewhere like New York or somewhere like Seattle. No, hold, hold up. Let me stop you there. Now, do you... Being a doctor, believe that it started at a wet market because I do not. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely. I know you fucking don't. I know you goddamn don't. I know you goddamn don't. No, I mean, I believe that. I, I mean, if you're pointing at the fact that there are people saying it was developed by like the Chinese military or like you know a bio weapon or a bioengineered virus, stuff like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why did you say Chinese, bro? It could have been us. It absolutely could have been. But the first, the first infected that we know of were in China, and that because of that, a lot of the conspiracies are are pushing towards them being the the origin. Let me hit you with this, sure. Doctor Eric. China, who doesn't have to say shit about fucking anything, because they're China. So why, why? I mean, why do you think that they said we had the first case of Corona just because it was such a big deal, or? To try to scare people. No, I mean, I think that I think that it was. I mean, there was a virus outbreak in China, and that was the first place that the virus outbreak that we're seeing now happened. So, I think that it's hard not to own up to that. You know what I mean? Like, there are satellites pointed at every nook and cranny of the entire Earth, watching what's happening. So, when there are 
mass graves and like clouds of smoke coming. Are from these the earth. same satellites that show this globe <laughs> <laughs> that we live on, Eric? I would say I would say yes. They are indeed the ones orbiting our, our beautifully round Earth. Now you cannot tell me that you think that those pictures are real. Of the globe? Yes, they're so fucking fake. We might live on a fucking round earth. But those pictures are so goddamn fake, dude. <laughs> if you don't think the world is... If you don't think... Oh, God. No, I'm not saying it's not fucking yeah. round. I'm fucking, what I'm saying is... Those pictures are fake. No. No. What do you mean no? You can't just say no. Have you been on an airplane before? Yes, Eric. I've been on an airplane with you several times. Yeah, it's a rhetorical question. I so you saw the same goddamn shit as me—a fucking flat plane outside of a goddamn rounded window. Nah, you can see the curvature of the horizon. You can see the curve of the Earth, and especially once you get higher, it's. Well, this is this is the thing. I had lead singer seats, so mine are a little up closer, better. <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm seeing. You're in. Frankie. All right, the I'm in. Business class. I'm, you know, I am. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm up there a little bit more. You know where the fucking Ritz fly, dude. I'm seeing a little more of the real shit, dude. Uh huh. And but we also can say that there was not one member of Artillery Breath on that flight that was sober. Oh, absolutely. Either either way, any which way you went. Yeah, we were we were obliterated. It was bad. Do you remember? They didn't want us to sit near each other because it was so loud, and we reeked of marijuana. <laughs> the flight home, and they're like, "Will you guys not sit together?" And we're like, "No, we're sitting. Together. We're sitting together." The flight attendant was straight up like, um, "Excuse me, sirs, uh, we have a lot of room on this flight, so we we could spread you apart. You'd have some more leg room." And all of us are like, "No, that's all right. Uh, how about this instead? We sit together. You grab us some whiskey." And I never be at and we're all not small guys either. No, no, we're all like big Ohio boys. So it, it would have even made sense just from a size standpoint. But then like a disruption standpoint alone, they're like, what the fuck? Right, like why are you doing this to us? Just and then we were just farting in the back of the plane. Yeah, we smelled disgusting. <laughs> so you 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 think the earth is round? There's, there's no... There's, there's, there's no reason to think that China was not the first place that the virus started because they were the first place in which there were uh, like visible signs of this virus occurring, right? Right. No, but what I'm saying is why believe anything from them? They're fucking terrible people. Yeah, I mean the Chinese government is is, is it's fucked. Awful. It's awful. It is. Um, but it's it's one of those things where you, where they if probably if they could deny it they would. There's no okay. So own up to it. I got you there. More so that, like, the entire world saw it happening, right? We have, just like everywhere else, we and other countries have intelligence agents there. We have satellites pointed at them. We're we're intercepting their, you know, their messages to and from, you know, government employees. Like everybody is spying on everybody, so we we know that it's happening, and there's no way that they can deny it. Okay, so that makes perfect sense. So the the, the Chinese would be. There was nothing they could do but say, "Yeah, we we." So, so you do fully believe you do fully believe that it started there from a wet market. Um, say it. I mean, I, I think that likely likely it started there from a wet market. It's possible not from a wet market. I mean, because uh, they've been eating gnarly shit for forever. Yeah, they they eat a lot of in, in a lot of countries like that. There's a cultural aspect to eating 
what we would consider very abnormal animals. It's, it's common. But and I will say one good thing about this is like it's come to a point where like, hey guys, you gotta fucking clean these markets up, and sure. and two, you gotta stop eating dogs. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's especially alive. Yeah, that's that's some fucked up stuff. Have you seen those videos? I haven't seen the videos. I've heard about. I've heard about. Them. I won't. I won't watch them. Yeah, I, I'm not into it, man. I, I really love animals. Like, I worked in an animal shelter for a long time. I have a soft spot for it, so it's just not something I'm, like, interested in watching, you know? I know that this shit happens. Well, yeah, you have that fucking d- demonical fucking no-eyed fucking demon that lives in your house now. Yeah, yeah, I have a, I have a dog that has no eyes and cannot hear. So I can't even explain to you listeners how scary this fucking dog is. He just has no eyes. It's, I mean, it's not his. There's more to it, dude. He has a fucking aura about him that's pure demonic. He's like he's, like one, of the, he's one of the nicest dogs you'll ever meet. I, I believe he's yeah. from one of the levels of Dante's Inferno. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> no, he seems sweet, and you're a fucking good dude, man, for fucking bringing a big ass blind dog. That because that fucker's blind as shit. Yeah, I mean, literally doesn't have eyes. Period. Yeah, they had to be removed. If you're listening, if you've seen Pan's Labyrinth, he literally looks like that, the white guy. <laughs> yeah. He literally does. Like, but he's yeah. a big dog. He's like a fucking collie or some yeah, he's shit. A, he's a full bred. He's a full bred collie. He's about 60, 63 pounds at this point, I think. What happened to his eyes? Uh, so, I mean, the way he is the way he is because of really bad breeding, but his eyes were essentially misshapen because of that breeding. Uh, and, and the incorrect shape of his eyes caused a lot of infections. So the rescue that I got him from, when they brought him to a veterinary hospital, they said that he was going to keep getting eye infections and it would really fuck him up for the rest of his life unless they just went ahead and removed his eyes because he was functionally blind to begin with. Right. So they just removed the eyes, put in some prosthetics, and then sewed the eyelids shut. Have you watched Tiger King? Uh, I've watched like two episodes. So how far, where are you at? What's happened? Um... I don't honestly. I don't really remember. I was working from home and simultaneously watching it, kind of like half paying attention. Start it over again tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've heard a lot about it. I put it off. I was like, "No, nah, this is stupid." And then I watched it last night, and I watched three hours of it. Yeah. Until like two. I've heard, I've heard it's wild, dude. I've heard it's completely fucking wild. It's the most fucking Florida shit you'll ever hear, ever. <laughs> anyway, so. Let's just let's run down a list here real quick, just so people can figure out, you know, what kind of cuck you are before we get any too far. Too far. <laughs> so you're a, around a ball earth guy. Yes. Lizard people like Hillary. What do you? Where do you stand there? I I don't necessarily believe in it, but I I'm not writing it off quite yet. See, now I think when we say lizard people, I think there's like this. Like a globalist person who's got this like slimy thing about them, and that's what I think people mean by a lizard person. That's what I think. I mean, to be fair, that came from David Icke originally, and he's not—he's not just making a a point. And he's saying they're literal lizards, like (laughs) from another planet, who have (laughs) human skin and then transitioned into the human form. But they're really lizards. Now, this comes from a guy who calls himself Doctor Enoch. (laughs) Yeah. Now what's e? That's the what the ninth planet, right, or tenth planet? Enoch. I mean, uh, Enoch is like an old, an old, like a, an Old Testament 
person, you know, like it was one, one of the scriptures. But isn't isn't Enoch a planet? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe. What, what do you mean you fucking don't know? You've read the book of Enoch. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that was uh, kind of bestowed upon me by, by someone other than myself. I've seen you in the possession of the book of Enoch. I don't have the book of Enoch. I've done ketamine with you and read the book of Enoch. I, we've we've definitely done part of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so maybe maybe we did ketamine and I thought you had the book of Enoch, and yeah. <laughs> that might have been. I have a book that I have a book that discusses the the Gnostic Bible, and I think that the the book of Enoch is discussed in that book. So you you might be partially right. This is when you were. Majoring in music theory. Yeah, that's when I was at. Uh, at when we were in Cleveland. College. Yeah, kind of community college for, for uh, music theory. So since this is a hockey podcast, I will say you you have watched hockey. You were a Red Wings fan. You used to wear that fucking raglan all the time. Did you ever go to a Monsters game when we lived in Cleveland? No, I've never been to a Monsters game. Uh, Why didn't we ever do that? They're super cheap. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't super into hockey. I mean, I guess I'm still really not. But, I mean, I, the only thing I could say, hockey-wise, I used to go to, and when I lived in Gulfport, Mississippi, I used to go see the Mississippi Seawolves with my grandpa. Yeah, buddy. That was, that was sick. This is perfect. And now this is your mom's dad, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so this is what I was thinking, because if you called my grandpa from the grave today and said, hey, you've got to stay in your house, or if you called your grandpa... Oh yeah. What would these guys say? They would tell you to generally fuck off. Yeah, for the most part, and uh, I kind of I understand that mentality. I do. I, I get it. Um, but I would time, say it's almost, and I, I don't mean to interrupt you there, yeah. but I feel like the American spirit, the people that came here, the people that stayed here, what we've thrived off of is being attacked. Sure. In a way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, to, to a certain degree, I think you're right. Definitely, there's been there's been a huge change, a huge cultural change away from what used to make America full of Americans and that old school American mentality. That's that's significantly less common. It's significantly less less prevalent. And I think that in 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 some ways, there is kind of like a cultural attack against that. Now I know you're a fucking fucking free bleeding liberal fucking you know tax everybody's money so we can fucking pay for fat people's health insurance but you do not like the idea of getting rid of guns i i do not no i I, and this is this is from 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 a historical standpoint right right and even even like a modern standpoint i mean like look at where we're at now right uh, let's let's assume that because of all this, things get significantly worse. You already see grocery stores that have significantly less supply than they should. Like, I mean, what if shit goes awry, dude? There are. Let me ask you this, Eric. There are looters. There are looters. There are robbers. Why do you think that happened? Why? What? Why? Why? Why, why, why did fucking toilet paper just go away? Like, no one was saying like coronavirus is going to make your ass dry up. Like, and <laughs> dude, I, and I like no and like the one thing you can do. Easily is wipe your ass. You could shower. You could use a garden hose. You could yeah. use your t-shirt. You could use your sock. Like what? Right. That was fear based. Yeah, and it makes no sense. Makes I, zero I, sense. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. 
But you, but in, in history, when people, when when governments come in and take people's guns, bad yeah. shit happens. For sure, it does. Always, a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I mean, from. I mean, it doesn't even mean that there's like a nefarious reason for taking the guns. Like the government might not plan on, oh, let's take their guns and then we're going to do this weird, horrible, nefarious thing. But what happens is the government, if they do confiscate weaponry. Let's fast forward a generation or two. Well, suddenly the people have no means of defending themselves. So it's a lot, there's a lot less hesitance, right? I don't know. I just, I, I agree with, I agree with our second amendment, right? I mean, to a certain degree, I do believe that, you know, more thorough mental health screenings and uh, waiting periods are okay. I'm not opposed to stuff like that, but. Uh, I don't, I don't hear many people that say they are opposed to that. You know what I mean? Like uh, there's, there's. There are people that are steadfast, Second Amendment, get a fucking gun, don't fucking matter. But I think the majority of people would be like, yeah, take a test. Yeah. You know what I mean? I take I take mean, a fuck. I think that most people would, would be of that mindset, um, but there are a surprisingly large number of people. Well, what's crazy, Laura went to go buy a new shotgun just the other day, and yeah. the guy behind the counter was very reluctant because she was female. He goes, well, this isn't for you. And she goes, what? That's, that's, supposed to that's what she said. She goes, what do you mean? And he, she yeah. goes, well, I, I know you're not buying this gun for you. And she goes, well, get your fucking manager. Right. And the manager comes out and she's like, it's fine. But what, what had happened is this guy was behind the gun counter for the first time because there's not like people aren't showing up to work. There's, you know, so some kid behind the, he was probably just trying not to get fired. Yeah. And they probably said, Hey, if you know if someone doesn't come up and just grab the gun and like look through it, that you should be weary or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Either way, they didn't have the guns anyhow. They were fucking sold out of the one we wanted. That's crazy. Just a shotgun. Yeah. But you know where we live. Yeah, a, a fucking sixteen gauge. All right, all right now. Well, it's it's gotta be lighter for her to handle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted a 12 gauge. I'm getting fucking cucked out on this fucking pussy ass shotgun. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Get, but for home security, the rack is all you need anyhow. Just the noise. For sure. Yeah, you, you hear that and, and you're probably going to stop dead in your tracks and get the fuck out. And you, a man who's been robbed at gunpoint. Guns work. Yeah. I mean, it's it's terrifying, dude. But you, but you see a gun pointed at you and you're, you're likely to stop in your tracks. You change. Yeah, for sure. Even if it's not pointed at you, I remember coming out of the back of Cleveland one night, taking the trash out, and there's just a dude in the street with a gun on another guy. It made me freeze. I went, oh, shit, that guy's got a gun. Right. That other guy doesn't have a gun. There's like a billion things that go through your head. Like, what if he sees me and then points a gun at me? What if this happens? And it just like... Yeah, what if he shoots him, turns around, looks at me, shoots me? I'm fucking dead, man. Yeah, man. It's, ter- it's terrifying. And after that happened to me... Uh, I mean, there was definitely like a, a couple of months and even to a certain degree now, but like whenever I walk places, especially at night, like I, I try to look more intimidating. I like look over my shoulder a lot more. And beforehand, I definitely used to be a lot more like carefree. I'd go for a walk or I'd walk somewhere at night. Who fucking cares? Whatever. I'm just right. Where I'm going. But it definitely changed my, my mentality and my approach. Cleveland changed me a lot too in that in that approach because I'd never seen anybody with like a bullet wound and someone come into the fucking restaurant just bleeding with their guts hanging out and I went yeah I'm just trying to fucking cook hot dogs dude right what? I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to make some food dude get the fuck out of here and then the, then the fucking cops come in they're like where do you go and like we don't know we didn't fucking ask him man like yeah, just, 
told him to leave. Yeah, he <laughs> like then you're cleaning up semen off the fucking bathroom walls and shit. Like the city will change you. Yeah, dude, especially that city. Cleveland, baby, loved it. Yeah, man, it's 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 home. I love it. Now, are you armed out there? No, I don't. I don't have any guns out here. All right, you guys hear that? Go fucking rob his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've honestly thought about it a lot. Um, Can you buy them out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a liberal place, so there are the same restrictions you'd anticipate. But like, uh, again, just it's like a waiting period for certain types of guns, handguns, and I think you know AR-15 style uh, rifles. There's like a waiting period, but that's about it. Do you see Antifa people out there? I, uh, not not really. I mean, not. Are you in Antifa? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not in Antifa. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think there are definitely people who are like going to like heavy metal shows and whatnot. I definitely see your, your anarchists and your, your, you know, political fringe characters, but I don't, I don't see any like Antifa mass fucking like, you know, spray painting or protesting. No, none of that. So are, is your city completely shut down right now? Yes. Yeah, dead man. I mean, there's still restaurants open for carry out, but, uh, I went and got a pizza last night. At like, I don't know, it was like 5.30 or 6 o'clock, which is usually bumper-to-bumper traffic. Like, it's so bad out here, dude. And it was dead. Like, there's nobody. Like, the whole, every street is just completely empty. And you see a couple people, like, walking their dogs or, like, going to get food. But it, it's it's a different world. And is it voluntary lockdown? No, it's, it's now uh, government-mandated as of, I think, uh, three or four days ago. Now, my thoughts with this are... I do not like the idea of, like, say, a martial law situation. Sure. Like, I honestly think that at some point I would rather sacrifice thousands of deaths than to be forced by the government to stay at home by, say, military or police standpoints on corners. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I definitely see where you're coming from, and I think that there's a really fine line, right? So I don't have a problem with the government doing what they have done thus far, which is announce um, you know, self-quarantine or shelter in place, stating that it is enforceable by law, but mostly not. Not really, right. That's, what I'm, that, that's why I've been okay with it, because it doesn't seem like it's, nobody's really getting sure. any shit for it. Right. Now, I think that the issue is, and, and we discussed this. The I test. I feel like there are a number of people that are watching this very carefully. This is a test. And they're probably, and they're probably, well, not necessarily. This is a fucking test, Eric. It's a goddamn test. And you fucking know it? Don't let me fucking know it. I pull a button. Go on, a goddamn water. You know it. Uh, I think. I think that this is. I think this is real. I do. I do. This is real. Listen, that, this is the most fucked up thing about this shit, Eric. Is that obviously the fucking virus is real, yeah. but obviously the fucking media lies to us, and obviously there are so many fucking variables in here where, like, it it could very easily just a, be a fucking test of control. True. I mean, I I think that. I think that the, the response that we're having right now is, is mostly fine. I think it's proper. I think that it's, it's okay. The issue that I have is kind of like what we were talking about earlier. 
is whether this is a test or not, there are people that are using it as a test. There are people that are watching this and saying, well, in the future, we can fabricate, we can fabricate That's fucking it, dude. That's fucking it. It's still a, a similar kind of martial law, but with more force. And we don't necessarily have to see all these deaths or have to see a virus. They can just say it's true. They can say it's happening. And they've already seen how much we will comply. They've already watched it. They know. What do you know about event two? What do you know about event two hundred one or simulation two hundred one? Um, nothing, as a matter of fact. I, I've, I've not heard about this. <laughs> what are you sorry. fucking reading, bro? I don't know, man. So, you gotta, you gotta enlighten me. so your boy Bill Gates, who's a depopulist, you know this, right? Yeah, yeah. You've heard his quotes. Yeah. PBS. How the, how the Earth needs to stay you know, at a down in population, right? Was he a sixty-five million guy or something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. I know it's a lot less than we have. So anyway, I think it was two thousand eight, maybe earlier. They had these big uh, meetings, like rich, you know, like 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 your girl Hillary. Fucking these fake fucking meetings where rich people get together and talk. Sure. But it's called event 201 you can look at you can fucking look it up yeah so what they did was they ran a simulation bill gates ran a simulation of what would happen if they ran a pandemic Hmm. and you know how many people would die and in what areas and who and who should you know trademark a fucking a virus so that they can trademark the fucking vaccine so that people can sell this so then we can fucking move pedophiles out of the fucking country here and there but it it's eerily the same as what's happening right now almost like to the t like to the, almost to the dates of what they were saying it would be released I wish you'd fucking read it every once in a while so you knew what the fuck I talked about. I like, I like how you started off the podcast saying that I read more than anyone you know. And I just like, I wish every night I would just fucking read a thing or two, you know. Event 201, motherfucker. What do you do? I'm telling you, event 201, dude. It's a real fucking thing, man. It fucking happened, dude. Bill, well, what do you think about Bill Gates? Are you a fucking Bill Gates guy? Wait, what now? Are you a fucking Bill Gates guy? I mean, I think, I think... I know you're a fucking Bezos fucking butt lover, but are you a fucking... No, 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 Bezos. I mean, honestly... He signed your checks, bro. Be careful. I, that's why I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to dance around my words here. I think that anybody that has hundreds of billions of dollars is probably a less than savory individual. They would have to be, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't just... No, Nobody works hard enough to make $150 billion. No one, no one does. The only the only way you get that much money is by exploiting workers. If you if you work that hard, you would know how hard it is to work, and you would divvy up that fucking money. Absolutely, dude. I mean, there I mean, there are plenty of people that work as hard as anybody has ever worked, and they make like you know thirty five thousand dollars a year. You know what I mean? If they're lucky, workers make bullshit. Look at your boy Bloomberg. Yeah. He's he spent what two hundred twenty five million dollars trying to beat Trump in this. Fake, like, oh, dude, I think it was. I think just in the Democratic primaries, Bloomberg spent almost half of a billion dollars just on like ads and stuff. How many people are in America? Uh, 320 million, I think. So he could have gave everybody a million dollars. No, 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 no. That's way no, <laughs> no, absolutely. He could have gave everybody, every single person alive from my fucking 12 month old baby to my nine year old son a million dollars. Yeah, uh, I... He could have, you fuck! Yes, he could have! No, so I do know, I do know this. I, I was reading the other day about, like, 
everybody who's claimed unemployment since the coronavirus shit, you know, killed 20 million jobs or whatever it was, however many jobs, um, if Jeff Bezos himself were to give $10,000 to every individual over 18 that claimed unemployment, he would still have $80 billion left over. <laughs> 80 billion? It's like, have you ever heard the numbers between the difference between a billion and a million? No, it's huge. It's huge, dude. It's crazy. I think a billion seconds is 33 years. Yeah. And a million seconds is like 33 minutes or something like that. Yeah. So in, in that same vein, uh, I think it was it was something along the lines of like, if you made $27,000 per minute, it would take you 100 years to make $1 billion. Say that again. If you made $27,000 every minute, it would take you 100 years to have a billion dollars. That makes zero fucking sense that that's real. <laughs> that's how much money these people make. How do you acquire that massive wealth? I don't know. I you work for him, you cocksucker. I know. It's, you know. <laughs> well, now, so now there's this stimulus being moved through, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's been approved, right? Yep. And it seems like all things are going and it's going to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been, I think it's been um, approved or signed off by both the, the House and the Senate. So, Which yeah. takes us from, what, $35 trillion in debt to $37 trillion in debt? Yeah, it's like two and a half or three trillion total. What's a what's a couple extra trillion? Yeah, who cares? You know, what's 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 two trillion bucks? The scary part was it's going to be only be allowed to use at certain like certain places. Isn't that like the definition of fascism? What do you mean certain places? Like here's your check, but you can only use it at Amazon or Walmart. Oh no no no! I've I've not I've not heard that. I, I mean, I read through. Well, you haven't heard of Event Two Hundred One either, so who fucking knows what the fuck you've heard of? Uh, I guess you got a point there, but I'm pretty sure that this is just going to be like a direct deposit, like cash in your account, twelve hundred bucks if you make less than seventy five thousand. Now, it, that seems all fine and dandy, yeah, and something has to be done. But I also know the majority of people that are going to be claiming this aren't going to be stimulating the economy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, if you think about it, a lot of it, it's going to go straight to landlords. Um, so that alone is, is going to be not going into, you know, goods and services. And I don't know, I think it's going to, it's going to help. I mean, it's going to help to a certain degree because people who wouldn't be able to buy groceries or wouldn't be able to pay their rent because they lost their jobs are going to be, buying those things now they've got 1200 bucks another part of the stimulus bill is you get if you're unemployed because of all this um you get an extra 600 bucks per week up to three months or something like that on top of your unemployment so that's part of the stimulus bills if you're unemployed because of coronavirus you're getting like an extra couple like 1200 bucks a month or something like that in unemployment for a month or two now this could also feed into the like hey See if stuff goes wrong. You guys need the government, right? Which yeah, is yes. which is bad, Eric. It's a concern. I mean, that's definitely like leaning on leaning on the government too much can be can be a detriment to society, and that can be argued. Um, but at the same time, like, what the fuck are you supposed to do, dude? You no, that's the that's the thing. Like, if you if you straight up have like 
10% of the fucking entire working class out of jobs who can't pay their rent, can't buy food. Like, what do you do if not look to the government for help? Like, what do you do if those jobs are just gone now? You hunker down, you fucking tie your bootstraps up. <laughs> With what money? What if you don't have bootstraps? You fucking... What if you don't have boots? <laughs> you fucking make your own boots, Eric. It's a goddamn American spirit. You fucking... You, you grab a commie, you fucking shave him, you make boots out of his skin, bud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been through the Great Depression, and they seem to uh, get through it, right? So I, I see where you're coming from. Now, but. our grandparents made it through. When was the Depression? The early 50s? <laughs> no, the Great Depression was, I think, like 1920. Oh, shit, I was way off. It was, it was like the late 20s, early 30s. It was and after, how- World War II, after World War I, before World War II. And now, what's, what's shaping up right now is almost identical to World War One. I. Uh, I mean... Oh, World War One started with Spanish goddamn flu, you fuck. And then they fucking started mandating all this shit. And then, I, I mean, it's almost uh, almost identical. Yeah, I mean, history, history often rhymes, you know? Yes, Eric, it does. <laughs> so, just, yeah, I, just like the world goes through cycles. Like, you know... Are you a, you're a climate guy, aren't you? I'm a what guy? You believe in climate. Climate does exist. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no, I believe in I believe The warming the warming of the world. Yeah, I believe that I believe that man influenced climate change is a real thing so you think that us measly people have in, in, like influenced this earth yes you're dead wrong man I, I mean pretty much like 99% of scientists would agree with me or rather I agree with them but you know I don't know man I don't know if, you don't, if you're not convinced at this point I'm not going to try to convince you you can't <laughs> I, I know I'm not going to try it hasn't even I mean it's it's Listen, shit has to change. Sure, I agree with that. Shit has to change. Yeah. And I almost think, like, at some point, this is like a fucking, like, an earth check. That's where I'm leaning towards with this. It's like, I'm not, I'm not a religious man, Eric, by any means. I knew you grew up Catholic, might have been molested, we don't know. <laughs> Stefan definitely was. Stephen, shout out to Stefan Knuckles. Kizzy Hall. Definitely fucking fucked. Who, who, was there a priest when you were little who do you think touched anybody? No, I mean, I, I only went, I only went, you know, for, for a couple of years on a, on a regular basis. You're stumbling I, over your words here. Yeah. There were only like two priests that, I, that I'm familiar with and, and neither of them really came off as diddlers. But, I don't think that means much with the Catholic Church. <laughs> How does that still operate, Eric? I have no fucking clue, dude. It's it's honestly a, a giant scam, and it's a huge shame. I I like I literally have a problem with my mother because she's still going to mass. Yeah. And I and I all I can I I'll show her papers. I'll show her books. I'll be like, these people have hurt thousands of yeah. children. Yeah. And then these people have hidden it. 
Yeah, they just move them around, send them to a different site where they can do it more, but with different people so that their, their name didn't get tarnished. Why would you do that? Why would you move a child molester to a different place? They don't want to be known, or they didn't want to be known as, you know, a, a, a giant congregation of fucking child molesters, but it's too late for that. They're known for it. And then still no one cares. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, they, I think they've lost a lot of clout because of it, but at the same time, like, <laughs> you still have... You're a clout queen, aren't you? What's that? You're a clout queen, aren't you? Clout queen? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> That's why I got the new Jordans, dog. I'm a clout, I'm a clout queen, homie. Oh, yeah, you trying you try to be an influencer? <laughs> have, that, have that Instagram. I wish, dude. i get them, get them IG numbers up, homie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to never have a boss, dude. That's all That's all I want. Yeah, that sounds great. I feel like that's the goal, even if it was nothing, just to not ever have a boss again. Yeah. Not to have Bezos fucking reaming down my back. Type it. Type faster, Eric. Type faster. You yeah. fucking cuck. You got a new board. You got a fucking I need a fucking order. I need a fucking Yeah, dude, it sucks. That doesn't suck, dude. You're living in Seattle. It's a yeah, shitty I mean, time to live in Seattle, but you might get a hockey team next year. Yeah, I mean that's the idea. I think that's that's is this still happening? Is this gonna? I mean, well, he, uh, let's let's get into that. Sports is that. I think yeah. that that made it very real for a lot of people, bud. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. That's how they relate to life. Well, yeah, life. It's just like they're, they're just fucking sports, dude. Well, because life sucks for a lot of people. For sure. I mean, it's like anything else. You have these fucking crazy hobbies and interests, and it's like a way of getting out of the day-to-day droll of life. Think about this, Eric. Think about this, man. Eliminate you being a, a writer, a musician, uh, a, a, a thinker, you know, for decades now, right? You've been writing music and, and been interested in something of, of that sort. Eliminate that from your life. Uh, dude, I don't even understand. Like, I, I can't comprehend who I would be or what I'd be doing because that's, like, pivotal to who I am and how I identify myself with the world around me. Okay, so the next thing we like is what? The Cavs. Yeah. So there, then there's people that don't ever – and it, it, it frustrates me, dude, because I'll have conversations with people, like, say, my older brother's friends that are just, like, yeah. worker guys. And like, I'll hear them talking and it frustrates me. I'm like, dudes, there's so much more to everything than what you're fucking thinking. Yeah. Like you don't have to be so negative about shit. Like you could, like we got to see the country and got kind of paid for it. Yeah. I mean, we definitely at least was like, we got gas money, we got food, we got free place to stay. And experience. Like it grew, grew our minds, grew our experience. We've seen places. And that, there, there is something to travel. That's for sure. And so many cool people, dude. So many, like, DIY musicians and people that are just, like, into the scene and, like, put up bands and stuff. Like, you just meet a million cool people, do, do a whole bunch of cool shit, kind of get paid for it. It's, it's great. Well, like, today, I was like, oh, shit, Razor Maze. Dude, those guys rule. Fucking send it to the group chat, dude. Razor Maze is the yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, they're awesome. And we just found out about them from playing a fucking shithole in Boston. Yeah, man. And I, I'm shit home in Boston. The whole place is shit. Race, most racist place I've ever been in my entire life, dude. Boston, Massachusetts. Mark Wahlberg, dude. You know? Dude, did you watch Wahlberg's new movie? Yeah, 
No, I don't think I have. Buddy, how thick is your dick? It's pretty fucking thick, dude. Pretty fucking thick. It was about to get thicker tonight when you watched Spencer Confidential, bro. All right. Hey, I was telling more about this. Who won the longest dick competition in Salem? You did. Your longest and thickest? I think it was just the, the, the biggest. And I think it was like me and James. And then I was third? We were tied for length. And then mine had a little more girth. Girth, yeah. I was like, I didn't win, but I didn't lose. Yeah, yeah. So what we're talking about here is we recorded our record in, in Salem, Massachusetts with artillery breath. And there's a curfew there. And this is 2009. Yeah. But we're creeping around in the cemeteries, so we all put our dicks on some lady's tombstone and measured our dicks, and Eric won. <laughs> yeah, we were all just, like, drunk at fucking 1 o'clock in the morning or 2 o'clock in the morning after the bar and just being being idiots. So, now, you you honestly think it came from a wet market? I need to check. I've got a dipshit checklist. I need to see how fucking dipshitted you are. I think that it came from an animal, and whether or not it was a wet market or not, I don't know. I think likely, it, I mean, given what wet markets are, probably, uh, but it also just could have been some person who decided to eat, I think, a bat or, or a pangolin, I don't know, one of those. Yeah, things. not a penguin, a pangolin. Yeah, a pangolin, right, because, I mean, they've done a bunch of studies you know, in the aftermath, in the wake of this, and they're finding a lot of pangolins with uh, some form of a coronavirus that's, like, similar to structure as the as the novel coronavirus we're seeing now. Well, what's fucking wild, dude, is they say that the pangolin is the most trafficked animal in the world, but no one's ever heard of it until now. Man, what the fuck? How is it? Why is it so trafficked? Why why are people after pangolins? It's these dude. It's these fucking fucking Chinese people. I I swear to God, dude, they're the fucking worst humans alive. They're so fucked, dude. Read a fucking book. Use get some get a VPN. Get a fucking real internet. Realize that fucking pangolin horn isn't giving you fucking bigger pubes. You fucking morons. Like they, like old religion still very prevalent in in China. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Chinese medicine and like all of the ideas of like this, not just herbs, but like certain like ground up rhinoceros horn or fucking rhino horns and shit, dude. Uh, no, I definitely I understand that that's a big a big problem, and it's it's honestly it's not just even in China. There's there's a lot of countries in the world that have kind of these like cultural histories of uh, you know fetishizing certain animals and animal parts and using them to you know attain powers or whatnot. I don't know. It's it's like a real old um, a real old folklore kind of thing that just hasn't gone away. What what the fuck like? The human experience is so bizarre. It's weird, man. It's so it, – it absolutely makes me believe that uh, consciousness is not real because <laughs> – dude, fuck you. You fucking – fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. What are you – what's so fucking funny about that? Consciousness is not real. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't have yeah, to- fucking read into it, dude. Consciousness, a, a, a common collective of consciousness is not fucking real. Like all these DMT fucking smokers and takers, there is no common collective. Uh, you've got a fucking Buddhist flag behind you and fucking probably wearing Buddhist underwear, you fucking... <laughs> 
You fucking... Oh, also, check this, dude. I'm saying faggot again. I'm diving back hard into shit, dude. People... Listen. I spent 2019 being a nice guy. Yeah? I didn't like it, Eric. Well... I mean, I don't like staying inside because of coronavirus, but, like, at some point, it's the right thing to do. Is it? Yeah, it is, you know? No, I don't know. That's the thing. That's why we're fucking... No, I don't know. No, I don't know, and no, I don't believe it. And that's the also other fucking thing is everybody's been so fucking lied to about goddamn everything that this is, like, a perfect disease, dude. Like... You, you try to impeach a president on some fucking bullshit. You try to fucking do all this shit. And, like, everything's so fucked that when something is real, you, you can't even trust it. So I will say this. I think, I think that there's a couple of things. Number one, the, the virus and the, the pandemic is kind of opening a lot of people's eyes to, to a lot of shit that's happening right now. COVID-19 is real. What's, what? what? Co- COVID-19 is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. But do you know what COVID means in Latin? I I've heard about this. You <laughs> fucking dirty fuck! You do know about this shit, dude. Uh, I, I, you have to refresh my memory, but I've definitely heard this. Kobe. Kobe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kobe, bud. Come on, dude. It's, it's a program, dude. It's all program. This is all just. It's all pre fucking determined. We're just living out. Well, this. well, have you heard of the fucking the 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 true uh, what is it the uh, the black. Uh, uh, it's like some kind of power black family from New Orleans, like from the dawn of time. No, I'm not familiar with that, no. Motherfuck, dude. What the fuck you listen to, dude? You don't know Event 201. You don't know the fucking power blacks, dude. You're racist, bro. <laughs> oh, man. But, okay, so back, back, to- <laughs> so back to what you're saying. So, so on, top of, on top of COVID-19 being real, I think a lot of people are seeing kind of the shift away from reality and consciousness being like just as they assumed it was before right so like nowadays you have what trump popularized as as fake news but like literally fake news and like incorrect information and pure disinformation and and propaganda has has never been more prevalent yeah he's not wrong it's not just left wing it's not coming all from russia it's it's everyone everywhere every country and there's so much like with the freedom of information, with how it just moves back and forth, and with anybody being able to say, upload, and reach hundreds of millions of people at any point, like there's like there's huge swaths of people that just believe what they believe, whether it's true or not, because there's so much documentation supporting that belief. You know, it's, it's like saying the world is flat. Say it, motherfucker! I knew you were going to fucking go there, you dirty fuck, dude. Or, or anything else. It's like saying the moon landing was real or fake. Oh, wait a second. Pause. Hold your fucking thought. Do you think? Do you? Do you fucking think, you stupid fuck? You thought, you really, you think that the United States of America, NASA, supported by a fucking Nazi... Yes, we landed on the moon. No, I didn't! No, I didn't! You're crazy, dude. You're out of your goddamn you, And you think those pictures are from that fucking thing? Yes. What the fuck makes you so fucking... Your little prick face. You're so fucking arrogant about it, dude. No! 
No, he did not, Eric, and you fucking know it. Dude, I've heard you say it before. We landed on the moon, my friend. No, he didn't! No one ever has! There is no moon! There is no moon! There's no moon? There is no moon! It's a goddamn hologram! Fucking call on the god! Oh, uh, you fucking good. Example, example A as to what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but, but you can find information supporting... There might be a moon, but you know we didn't land on it. You, you can find information probably supporting the fucking the sky is red theory. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what it is. There are people putting it out there as reality. And there are people... With great arguments. Yeah, with, with really good arguments. With facts. With straight up hardcore facts that we did not land on the moon. There are good arguments. I'll give you that. No. Straight, hardcore facts. There are good arguments. Warner Von Braun, bro. Is that the, that's the director, right? Yes. Fucking Operation Paperclip, you fucking Nazi. <laughs> oh, man. How dare you, dude? How dare you come on this goddamn American podcast and say we landed on the moon? The greatest country landed on the goddamn moon. No, I mean, if anyone would, we would have. But we didn't. We're, we're so great, we lied about it, dude. <laughs> we convinced the whole world. That's greatness. That is greatness! That's what it's all about, dude. Yeah. That's what it was about. Now it's about fucking... I don't know what it's about now, dude. It was military force. We're beyond that point now. We have to call that back. Yeah. This fucking... Middle East thing failed so hard, buddy. We need something truly as a people rally around to bring us together. I don't know, man. Because right now, I mean, the country is completely split up at each other's throats. We all fucking hate each other, it seems. Especially you can see it on the internet. You know, you it's it's like you, you get the voice of everyone. Dude. You see how at odds people are a lot of times. People hate me more than ever. <laughs> really? It's true. Damn, I didn't realize you were getting so much hate. Bro, it's because I'm fucking wild, dude. I'm fucking wild. You know you know me very well. Yeah. Better than most people. I would say you, my wife, Ronnie. Yeah. I mean, who knows me better than that? Yeah, man. You've seen me through the dark, through the good, through on tour, yeah, everywhere, man. Yeah, dude. I can get fucking wild, dude. For sure. And I've also you you've also come succumbed to this too, dude. Like this, like we didn't join like a death metal band to fucking be the norm, dude. We've always had this fucking American spirit. You have that American spirit about you, just like I do. Where where I kind of reject this shit, dude. Where I kind of like I've always questioned everything, and you have too. You can't deny that. No, absolutely, and I, I still do. Like obviously, I believe certain things that are considered part of like you know, mainstream thought, but at the same time, like, I'm part of... Lamestream. Like, <laughs> I'm still part of, like, the counterculture, and I still I still pride myself on, like, not believing a lot of things and, like, making sure to, like, try to make those decisions myself without just being, like, you know, watching the news and be like, oh, this is what happened. Sure, I believe you. Right. I'm well, like, we, we don't agree on a lot of stuff, but we'll meet in the middle of a lot of places. Of course. I think that's, that's what... A lot of people are lacking. Like Tulsi, we met in the middle with Tulsi, and then she cucked me out so hard. Yeah, she broke my heart, man. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't blame you. She's fucking. She's. I, you can never trust her again from this point on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
I think that... No, I do know. I'm telling you, you cannot fucking trust her from this fucking point on, dude. To just come out of fucking nowhere one day and be like, oh, Biden. She, in the beginning, though, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she said that she would support whoever was going to be the Democratic candidate no matter what. Because because she does want the DNC to love her. That is true. Yeah, she wants she want the DNC to love her, and at least she wants to portray that she wants Donald Trump out of office. So when do you think that this two-party thing is going to go? I mean, it should have never happened to begin with, but I don't think it's going to go anytime soon. How? Like, are we that retarded as a country? Yes. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. Because no one has a two-anything. Honestly, even, even countries that have like a three or four or five-party majority that, that pretty much always have those same parties in power, they have a lot of the same issues that we do, but toned way the fuck down. But they still have a lot of those same issues. We're, we're fucked. Like, if we don't get rid of the two-party system, we're fucked. Because I think this, this has been said during the Democratic debates or during, during the news cycle based off of the Democratic debates. There's no reason someone like Tulsi Gabbard or, or Bernie Sanders should be in the same political party as Joe Biden, dude. They're dude! They're complete opposite. They're, they're not the fucking same. No, Bernie's a goddamn socialist. And, and in the same way, there shouldn't be, like, Donald Trump and, and fucking, you know, Jeb Bush should not be part of the same party. Like, the shit is, they're, they're different. No, but no. Trump, Trump ran on uh, populist. He ran yeah. under being a TV star. Right. And he won. Yeah. He played the game very well. Uh, yeah, he did. He did great. I mean, he he... he Used the media to his advantage. He knew where he had to win, and he went there, and he fucking won. And there are places Hillary didn't go. He surrounded himself with a lot of people that have played the game for a long time, and they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. You can say whatever you want about our president. I know it's like, what, 50-50, people hate him like him. But he wants to win. That's, that, yeah. is, that is his spirit. Absolutely, man. He's, he's determined. He is determined. Now, he's been different. We, we talked about this the other day. And this is what makes me believe the Chinese conspiracy, that it was created by us. Because he seems like something's weighing on him, man. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely like a number of press conferences in which he, he appears to be less... Um, less Bravose, like not, not as much Trumpy. Right, he's not like mumbling over his like fumbling over his words quite as much. He just kind of has a couple of times come out and just been like very to the point. He's boring all of a sudden. What's happening? And it's really hard, and we're trying our best. He's very boring all of a sudden, and he was usually like a showman. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I mean, it could be, it could be that he's generally a human. <laughs> well, I was thinking that he's kind of like fatigued right like this is the first like real crisis he's had right so a lot of the presidency he can kind of coast through and have a lot of the people in his cabinet and appointed by him take care of a lot of the details but like right now there's something really big happening and a whole lot of people are looking to him to say like what do we do Mm -hmm. and he really has to act like a president and make decisions and i think that like maybe that's weighing on him because he's I mean, he's, maybe he's just more tired because of this. I mean, this is a big fucking deal, man. Well, he's usually... All the normal parts of presidency outside of the fucking virus are still happening. So it's like... The hardest time ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, since... It's hard. And he's usually just a coxman. Like, shows up, fucking says, you know what I'd do? I'd smash those motherfuckers. Right. Like, he's usually just a wild fucking dude. That's a pretty good Trump. 
That's pretty good Trump. That was pretty good Trump. Uh, but no, I, I, I honestly think he's, I think it's like his legacy. He's worried about like, cause he would have been able to say like, you know, I had a, the, the highest rated whatever, but now it's like, if this doesn't go well for him right. and a bunch of fucking people now, the, have you seen the new hashtag Trump genocide? Uh, no, I don't pay too much attention to Twitter, but uh, that doesn't surprise me. As me. So, so, so that's the new thing is he's yeah. planned this genocide of the, uh, yeah. You can't believe that, right? No, dude. Like, that's fucking nonsense. That's yeah, that's absurd. But this is where it's gone where you're like, guys, you, this is not how you're going to get whoever you want in. You can't. This, like, it's, yeah. And Biden is a fucking retard. He is retarded. He, I, think, I mean, if you watch, it's it's similar to. He's watching, degrading. It's like it's similar to watching old videos of Trump. Like I'm talking from like the 80s and 90s, where he's actually like really eloquent for for what he's for what he's trying to say. Uh, and Trump nowadays doesn't quite have that same vigor in his speech. I mean, he's still obviously leagues ahead of Biden in how he can like speak to people. Uh, Biden, if you watch old videos of him talking, dude, even even from the Obama years in 2008 and beyond, he, he's pretty eloquent. He's pretty well spoken. But now he sounds like he sounds like he has dementia, dude. I dude, he'll lose he'll lose himself in a sentence all all the time. All the time, not once or twice. All the time, he is. This is how I fucking describe it. It's like from Breath Song One, me talking. To our last song, Me Talking. Right. Just like combined. I'm fully retarded by the end of our set. I've butt chugged <laughs> 16 beers. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And I, no one's even listening. I could just go. Bah, 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 and people just yell. Yeah, here's the thing is you've built up the energy that even if you're blabbling and not saying anything real, people are just like. Bah, 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 bah. Dude, that's. He's just like. And if you don't like it, you can go vote for the other Biden. And people uh, are like, yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is Obama likes him. And people yeah. loved Obama. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest, that's literally why Joe Biden is doing well, is people look back at Obama's presidency and they're like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> and I think that's why he's doing so well. Uh. And Obama is a big fan of old uh, Kamala Harris, and she's a fucking rotten cunt. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a very big fan of any of the, the Democratic centrists. I think they're all kind of bullshit. So now, so do you do you think there's any any kind of backing into this Earth cleansing thing? I'm, I'm just trying to go through all the theories here, and that's where I kind of lean, man. Where I think the human race needed checked. And I, I honestly don't even see this as a bad thing. I, I think it's unfortunate and I don't like it. And, you know, people are getting sick and people are dying. Yeah. It's hard. It's heartbreaking, man. When any, when any loss of lives happens, it's, it's not, it sucks. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think this is like the earth cleansing itself, but I mean, it might very well be, a side effect of this, you know what I mean? I think it's a check. I mean, so I mean, have you seen these like the photos of Los Angeles since the self quarantine has happened? It seems like a real place. It's, it's like, dude, it's beautiful. Like you can see the sky and the mountains and like 
They said but dolphins returned to Venice for the first time in like 20 years or something like that. Crazy, dude. I mean, it's like... In two weeks, dude. Yeah. yeah it's two weeks. Different. It's so different. Um, and Italy is a, a very specific thing, too, we should talk about, where a lot of people died in Italy, but they have a, a very old population. Yeah. They have a particular way of saying hello. They kiss each other, dude. They're fucking gay. Yeah, I mean the, the and the, and they live in one house, right? A lot, of, a lot of the places they they have that familial structure where it's like grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, son, and the wife. Like, Which I don't want to hate on it, but and and in this certain virus's case, it backfired on them. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, in in a lot of ways, it makes sense because you're saving so much money. You know, you can you can pass your wealth down. You well, don't have to. You, I would have loved to live in a house with my grandma and my mom. It makes sense. Like I don't. I, I think like the American nursing home is one of the saddest things of all time. It's literally like you're not my problem. Get the no. It, it is literally get out of here. It's right. super yeah, fucking I, sad. I, I it it, it breaks my heart. Yeah, it's it's disgusting because like the whole the whole idea of like family. Like what the fuck does that mean if you're not there to take care of the people who who birthed you? Raised you, took care of you, you know, shaped who you became. But what now? And now what? You're just too too big time to fucking take care of grandma. Dude, fuck you, dude. What what what, what do you think happened there? Why did that happen? I mean, so actually, I think that's I think that's a lot of the the American spirit. I mean, American have Americans in America has we fucked up. We have a, a, a rampant individuality. We want to be ourselves. I want to be like, I got to get the fuck out of my mom's house because I can't be me. Whereas in a lot of other countries, it's way more, it's way more like for the good of the social net, for the good of everyone or for the good of the family, the community. And and we're just very much like me first, like as a country and as a society, we're very much like put the individual before the group. Now that might be the smartest thing you've ever fucking said because, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, that was my mentality, dude. Yeah. Until I met until I met my wife, dude, I didn't give a fuck about anybody. I mean, when I was younger, especially, and, and even until until recently, I think I was of that same mentality. It's it's it hasn't been until recently, and maybe again, it's it's my age showing. I don't know, but I, I definitely see the benefit of being like a more family and and you know society or well, community oriented individual. That speaks to that that quote too. Is like if you're you're a liberal in your twenties and then. You're what, a, a, you know, not a Republican in your 40s or whatever. There, there is something to that where, like, you kind of change. Mm-hmm. Shit, is, yeah. shit is different, dude, because you, you get a mortgage, you get a family, you. Right. Um, I don't know. I fucking lost the fuck I was saying. But I, I'm, I'm saying, like, even. I, I would say, even, like, I talked to Ronnie. Ronnie came over last week and he's fucking terrified, man. I've never seen him so scared in my life, dude. And I, I, I don't mean to speak out of turn. I don't think Ronnie would think I'm, I'm doing so. It would come fight me, bitch. But he was like afraid to touch me. And I was like, dude, just give me a hug, dude. Like if we're going to fucking die, like just give me a hug. It's fine. Yeah. But like he's, he's so fucking scared. And I'd never seen Ronnie like that. What are you doing? You're fucking out here podcasting. Walking your fine ass out here in my goddamn studio. What are you drinking there, bud? Water? You queer? Water. You said you're drinking rye. I was. I was drinking rye. I just finished a uh, a little cocktail. 
Well, you better fucking pour another one, dude. I'm going hard. <laughs> cracked open, cracked open, and cleaned my wife out a little bit ago. Oh, you're sick. Why are you talking shit about Ronnie? Because we're talking about the American spirit, Lord Joe. Why don't you get the fuck out of my studio? Go back and clean the goddamn kitchen or something. Anyway, what was I saying? Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie was real scared. But what was my point at the beginning of it? I, I don't know where you were going with it, but you were saying that it's like, we were talking about how, you know, putting putting family and society. Oh, above your oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, even his worries to my worries are completely different because he is a guy who has a girlfriend in a city in an apartment. Yeah. I am a married man in a village with children with a mortgage. Like, even if we could be the closest of friends, our thoughts about this thing right now are completely different. Yeah, the worries that you're going to have are going to be different because you're you're worried about different things. You have different careers. You have different you know risks. So yeah, I mean, it, make, it makes sense to be to be viewing it in a different light. But I I think it hit differently though because I would think as like it should be I should be more worried, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I'm a badass. Obviously, I'm a badass. You know, <laughs> an individual situation. You know, you have a family would would maybe make some people think that that you're going to be more risk averse. Uh, but also, it comes down to like maybe you're just like a little less nervous about all this shit. You know. You know what did freak me out, Eric? What? You know Brennan. You know Brennan very well. He lived up in Cleveland with yeah, us. Yeah. You know yeah. Brennan was fresh off Iraq when you were up there, right? Yep. Brennan doesn't like a lot of people. He likes you a lot. I'm very flattered by that to this day. It's weird. Makes no sense to me. But we've gone out, drank with him, Glenn Levis to the face, fucking ended up in some weird fucking situations. Yep. He's terrified. Yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't even really take this thing that seriously until I – he was comparing like our economic – downfall to venezuela i'm like what the where the fuck are you like why are you that ter- like who the fuck is talking to you venezuela was set up on one thing and that was oil and that guy fucked them out of a deal so their money became like we have a completely different situation than that and we've also we've also very much like as as the united states we've influenced their government like we basically helped instill and overthrow political figures in Venezuela. There's a lot of turmoil there that's not their own fault, but are caused by outside forces too. So I don't know. I don't think that Venezuela is a very good comparison as to like what's going to happen here. I, I was wondering who got into his head because the stimulus program is like, they're going to give us all this money. Our money's going to be fake. Like there's like, Brendan, it's a completely different situation. Like their infrastructure compared to ours is, it, it's not comparable. It's like me, it's like me trying to play professional hockey. It's not a real thing. We're still the number one socioeconomic power in the entire world, so like we're not. You're goddamn right, Eric. We're, dude. We're not. We are. We're not going to collapse. We're not going to collapse like that. I mean, sure, we might fall in our ranking. We might slowly decline. It's going to get scary, dude. We're not. We're not going anywhere. I agree with you. And say that again. We are not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. I mean, like a lot of bad shit can happen. This virus is big, and a lot of crazy stuff can happen. We're not going to become Venezuela, where there's just like complete, utter fucking turmoil. It's bad. It's bad. We all know it's bad, but it's not going to fucking cripple this country. No. And, and the thing is, is that what's happening here right now, it's not unique to the United States. Yes. It's happening all over the world. 
Yes. So it's not, it's not like we're going to become Venezuela and the rest of the world is going to be fine. It's happening everywhere. That's a big, big point too. Now, like the United States, you know, like genetic weapon thing came up like, uh, because you know, the, the tariff wars with China, which a lot of people don't like, I like it personally. I, I think if you're going to, if you're going to tariff us, I think we should do the same thing. I know it's not a popular decision, but old Trump daddy will do those things. And the Paris agreement, what do you know about that? Because I know the, the, what is it? The family of Rome or the, the, uh, something of the brothers of Rome were very upset that we left, left that. Yeah. I mean, the Paris agreement is just a, and it's just a global warming agreement to cut back on carbon emissions and cut back like to, to implement certain laws that allow you as a country to reduce the amount of pollution and emissions that you're putting off by specific dates. So it's just a collective that like every, pretty much every government in the Western world and a lot of the Eastern world have joined to say like, we're trying to clean up our act by a certain date. Now the issue with that is, is by, by implementing laws that, that push uh, corporations and people towards, you know, less emissions and a cleaner way of life. It, can increase costs. It forces businesses to, you know, re redo their whole industry to, you know, put put off less pollution. So it, and, our, it, and our president is a businessman, right? So he doesn't he doesn't necessarily care. Well, he, number one, he doesn't believe necessarily in global warming to begin with. So something like the Paris Agreement is just is just like spending money nonsense. Spend yeah, why bullshit why spend why spend money on fake shit when I can. You know, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. So, what where, what is the dependent the definitive proof that climate's real? Uh, I mean, so climate change. A lot, so here's here's what it boils down to: people who argue against climate change state that the the world have the world has had, had shifts in climate over and over again throughout its entire history which can be scientifically observed, right? So there's hot periods, cold periods. Cyclical. Periods. It just happens, and that's cyclical. Right. Uh, the, the issue is, while that is true, um, all of the evidence that people who believe in global warming as an as a impact of humans, uh, what they say is like kind, of like kind of like coronavirus. It's the rate at which things are heating up, the rate at which the, the glaciers are melting, it is exponentially higher than it has ever been before, and that directly correlates with the amount of carbon emissions that we have started putting into the atmosphere since the beginning of industrialization. Okay, that was my next question. So is this like a delayed effect on – because like we seem better about everything right now than we've ever been. So this is like a delayed reaction from like the 60s, 70s when they were just fucking going wild. So, yeah, it's, it's – not necessarily. Or China doesn't. I mean, back to China being a fucking huge pile of bullshit. They don't give a fuck about regulation. Well, they're they're actually implement. I mean, obviously China's significant. Oh, here we go, fucking you, fucking China's, Chinese, fucking cuck. Chinese Chinese government is, is significantly further behind, like us, for instance. But also, they haven't been. They eat live dogs. I'm talking about the government in particular. You know what I mean? I'm talking about them regulating the people that. Because in my brain, Eric, they don't regulate anything. They're just con- like, like they just don't give a fuck. No, they regulate a lot, though. That's the thing is, China as a as a governmental organization 
are like they have so much regulatory. Okay. Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're hugely controlling over their citizens and over over business because I mean, essentially. But pollution is not a big thing on their on their docket, right? What's that? Is pollution a big thing on their docket? Yeah, it is. It's huge because they they are significantly further behind us technologically than they were. So, like, somewhere like Beijing, if you remember the Beijing Olympics, it was like yes. completely covered in smog, blah, blah, blah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing is, like, since then, they have implemented so much regulation over that that they have, again, exponentially uh, decreased the amount of pollution that they're putting off. Of course, they're still putting off way more than the U.S., but from where they were to where they are now, they've made the amount of progress that's like unheard of over here. What was shocking to hear about them is how many very large cities China has. Oh yeah, they're huge. I mean, yeah, some of them are. I mean, mad, like like dwarf our cities, like, and they have multiples of them. Yeah, they're, they're massive. I mean, a lot of a lot of cities that are laying in the tens of millions of populations, like. Almost New York size, you know what I mean? What is New York? Eight million? Uh, I, I don't remember. But it's like the population of Ohio. It's, it's around like eight or ten million in the city proper. I think the metropolitan area is maybe like 15 to 20 million. So what's the allure to live in the city for you? I, I mean... You've always been a city boy. Yeah, I mean, as soon as, soon as I graduated high school... Now, you're white trash, but you've been a city boy. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wanted to live in the city. I mean, it just feels like home. Although I do see the allure of a, of a country life, definitely now more than ever. Uh, but I like I like the city. I like the people, like the, the very wide array of characters that you meet in the city. Um, see, I fucking hate people, dude. Yeah, well, that, that you know, is... <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of helped by living in a very solitary country boy life well like 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 when people ask me how my life has changed not really that much at all yeah like you know like like i said before you know me very well i've never been a very outgoing like hey let's all well i mean you're i'm outgoing no that's wrong that's i don't know describe me in a fucking couple sentences i don't know I'm, i'm trying to look at myself here yeah, I mean, I think that you're like you're very extroverted. You're very outgoing. Uh, you're 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 kind of like a um, you like you like to be in the spotlight. Oh, you know? that's for sure, buddy. Like that's why you're such a good front man. That's for sure, buddy. I love attention. Of the room, yeah, you love the attention for sure. But that's what that's what surprises me is like I think I think that you like interacting with a lot of different people. Which At times. Like, at times, which would lead me to think of you as more of like a city dude, but at the same time, like you've always kind of been like more of a country boy. I think it is a lot to do with like um, I don't know. That, that's interesting because that that is a thing because that is why I was such a good frontman because I do command a certain amount of attention. Yeah, but I also like that to go away. Right. You want it on your own terms. Yeah. So I don't I don't even know what that speaks to. I don't know. Just I'm just like a magical unicorn, fucking one of a kind guy, <laughs> miracle, uh, you know, beautiful, hot, tall, dark, handsome. Yeah. Fucking, perfect, fucking... perfect physique, you know. <laughs> 
No, it, 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 well, it, it's interesting because you have when you have this time like this, you think about shit like that, man. Or you're like, we're like, well, why did I choose not to live in a city? Because everything, like my like career wise, like whether it had been playing in a band or running a successful podcast, like to live in a village of less than like two thousand people makes no sense to do what I'm doing until now. For sure. So, like, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm fucking. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. There's, I think that you can do what you're doing remote and uh, and succeed. So that that's great. Um, especially being in a band, though, being in a city is is not necessary, but it's very helpful because there's definitely so fucking, there's shows and you know booking shows. Yeah. And being a part of the community. And there's all the time. there was a, a uh, I th- I think a thing that no matter how talented Artillery Breath was there was a sense of community that was missing from that band because I lived in Belleville and I thought it was a Belleville band and everyone else lived in Columbus and that it was actually a Columbus band. But like, I refused to accept that. So we would, might've been better than anybody ever, but it never fully cohered. If that makes sense. Well, and we were also, we were also on different like schedules in life. Like there were times where like, each member of the band wanted. Oh, it never was all five. Wanted to give the band everything they had, but whenever that was, a different member of the band had a different priority. It was never five all at once. Never, yeah, never Not was. one single time. It was like the first. It would have been great. Oh, the first seven years, I was like, "Let's do this. I'll kill somebody to fucking get this band." And then the last three, I was like, "Man, ah, fuck. When's the show?" Yep. You know, but you're dead right there because yeah, you can't. The guy I had on earlier from Metal Hammer was like, you guys were amazing. I don't know what happened, why it didn't hit, but something just felt... I was like, it was just circumstance, man. Yeah. Circumstance and bad artwork. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was a very bad combination of those things. He goes, yeah. what was it like to record with Kurt Blue? And I was like, I mean, sc- scary. Very. That's what I said. I was like, uh, very scary. And I said, by the end of it, you felt like like a real musician and then then you got this piece of fucking music when you drove home you're like holy shit we're a real band and then no one cares when you get home (laughs) and then you're back to like nothing yeah you're literally just back to the fucking grind of real life i remember that way too vividly it hit me so hard listening to that as just after we recorded it listening to like the, the rough mix and thinking like we fucking did it. We fucking did it. We fucking did it. And then getting home and it's just like, okay, back to work. Nobody gives a shit. Like, play for your roommates. Oh, whatever. Like, I thought we were going to be Megadeth, dude. I was like, holy yeah. shit, we did it. We were young and it was good. We know? got home. You dropped me off at my apartment in, in Cleveland. I had to break into the door. Didn't even have a key to my house. I was like, shit. Shit got too real too quick. I was like, fuck, I don't even have a key to my own fucking place where I live, dude. Life sucks. Yeah. And that was back before smartphones, so like our directions were printed out on paper. We were like trying to get from Salem, Massachusetts to Cleveland, Ohio with like printed fucking <laughs> We did pretty good though, man. We did pretty, pretty good. Right. Yeah. Now like what's weird with this wet market and like all these conspiracies, dude, and like and then news being everywhere is like Wuhan is so close. <laughs> And it seems like such a perfect story that something would leak out of there. And then they have the fucking Resident Evil fucking logos on their yeah, goddamn that, building, that, dude. Facility there, that like viral research facility. Yeah, yeah. Like, are, I, I feel like, are they just trying to yeah. fuck with us? I, I don't know, man. I, it's a lot of things that are coincidence look kind of fucked up and nefarious. 
when they when they occur. But maybe they are coincidence. Maybe they aren't. There's really no way of knowing for us, right? Uh, it's like you either got to take them for their word or, or don't. Yeah, but with China, it's like well, we've had this conversation. I know you're one of the the few people that I know that actually. Uh, acknowledge this where they have these Muslim death camps. Yeah, the, the Uyghurs, the Uyghur camps. Those are it's it, dude. It's, it's honestly one of the one of the most disgusting things that that's happening on the earth right now. It's and, arguably worse than coronavirus. Oh, it's significantly worse than coronavirus. And, but, coronavirus. but 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 why 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 doesn't anyone talk about it? I don't know. I, well, I think I think that a lot of people don't know about it. Um, and a lot of people don't care because it's not because they're Muslims. How dare they're you? Muslims, How dare you? How Muslims, dare you? And and they're others. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Why would why would, would a lot of people in the United States give a shit about what's happening to some people we don't even know exist in China? Like they don't even know what Uyghurs are. Well, I'll tell you a good way to get Americans not to give a fuck about something. Say they're Muslim. Yeah, that's very true. You know what I mean? That that I, that clears that up real quick with a lot of Americans. They'll go, "All oh, their muzzies don't give a fuck." Right, right. But these are children, <laughs> women. Like when when there was like the genocide happening in, in Rwanda, uh, it's just it's something that like most Americans and most Europeans, for that matter, they're not gonna they're not gonna pay much attention to because it doesn't have any direct impact over their day to day lives. Yeah, and. I I th- I thought about that too, and then I I then I knew about it, and then I'm like, but like I'm not doing anything to stop it, and and neither I don't even know what to even do. Well, th- but I hate it. I literally hate it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like we start a lot as a country. We start a lot of wars for a lot of different reasons, right? But it's like there's a literal genocide killing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And that's just like, oh, well, well, you know, don't worry so much about that. You know? <laughs> like, what, are these Chinese Muslims? Like, what, what the, like, I, I literally don't even understand, the, like, the whole, con, like, the whole thing about it still. Yeah, I think that, I think that, uh, I, I also don't know uh, a lot of the details behind, like, that, that culture of people. So I'm not sure if it's, like, uh, like a regional thing where they're like not only Muslim, but like different, um, you know, physical attributes that allow them to kind of easily point them out. Um, I'm not, I'm not really that familiar with it. Like I know it's happening and I've seen the, I've seen the evidence. Me too. Yeah. Dude, I don't care who you are or anything like that. It's like, no one should have to suffer through that. It shouldn't happen. No. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It is, and it makes me say this: Send the boys, China, nuke them. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's nuke those bastards, dude. I'm old school American, buddy. Let's drop fucking fat boy number two on them fucking goof bastards, dude. Let's get it going. Killing millions of people. Yeah, doggy. That's I'm an American. Let's fucking go. I don't know about all that, man. That's now, I mean, obviously, that's fucking not the answer, but yeah, sometimes violence ends violence. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that. Um, and, and if we're gonna if we're gonna stay here, see, sit here and say we're the we are the world, the we're the world police. We we're we're saying that that's why we're in the Middle East. Right. Then we have no reason to not yeah. go over there and stop this shit. 
See, that's the thing is, I don't think that we should be the world police. No, we shouldn't. If we're going to act like the world fucking police, then maybe we should actually give a shit when, when the true massacres are happening or the true travesty is occurring. You've got a real fucking death camp concentration camp situation in China. Right. And you have literally nothing going on in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Iran. We have no business being over there. I can tell you a very clear way to clear up $6 billion real quick. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yeah, dude. And I honestly, I swear to God, dude, I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Hillary either like you, you fucking queer. But I really thought he was going to bring the boys home. I really did. Well, a a lot of people did, and that's why a lot of people voted for him. They voted for him because of a lot of the things that he said he was going to do. Uh, and then a lot of it he just didn't. I mean, Nobody wants us over there. Nobody. No. I can't even imagine the boys over there even want to be there. I don't think they do. Like when Brennan was there, he when Brennan was there, he was gung-ho, let's fucking go. Like, I want to be here. We need us here. Now, yeah. I don't feel it's that same situation. Right. People were gung ho because people people were still hyped for a, a good decade after nine eleven. Well, two thousand seven was a different time when Brennan went. Yeah, for sure. Very different. Yeah, absolutely. But now we know that. I mean, dude, it's been, we've been there for almost twenty years. That's we've twenty years. We've been there longer than we've been in any other fucking war ever. Yeah. Yeah. Longer than the fucking civil war, dude. Yeah, it's disgusting. There's what no now? What does? Your stepdad, who is a doctor and a, a fucking military guy, say about this shit. Well, he's not a doctor, but he was. He's a fucking doctor, dude. When I say he's a goddamn doctor, I, listen, I'm a podcaster, bro. I know. He was in the medical unit. Uh, but I thought he was a doctor. He's not a doctor. No, I've shown him too much goddamn respect, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not a doctor. He was in the medical unit. Um, so he was serving when he served in Iraq. He was in the medical unit. And he's gone more than once, yeah. Well, uh, he was only in there. He was only in one deployment. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Go. But yeah, he was in the medical unit. He does have a medical background, although he's he's not a doctor. Um, but you are. What does, he, what does he think about this? He, he's very nervous, man. I mean, he definitely uh, he definitely seems to. I don't want to say buy into the hype, but he believes that what's occurring right now is is a very big deal. So he's buying into the hype. Yeah, he's buying into the hype. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, I think I think it's listen. Crazy. I think we should probably just stay inside. Like, if if that's yeah. the worst thing we could do, just do it. I do not think it should be voluntary. I think people should be able to work. I think I think that's where it gets weird. Is when you people are people are able to work. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working from home, but that's uh, that's because of my job. Saying they're, they they uh, Bezos, Bezos. Don't say they. Say Bezos. <laughs> uh, Have you met him? Oh God, no, dude. Of course not. He's 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 way bigger than any of us. You know, he's he, never going to interact with with a normal fucking employee. What do you? Is there like pictures of him and your work where you work and shit? No, there's I'm just wondering if it's like a fucking like Mao Zedong <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you watched Devs? Like the old Chinese pictures, of like yeah, 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 with like the the inverted sun rays behind him and shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a boring ass office building. Honestly, 
for how much money Amazon has and for how much money Bezos has, it's a pretty shoddy office business. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's, Choose your words wisely here, dude. Uh, dude, it's, it's, yeah. Hey, we're, uh, nobody's going to be listening this far into this episode anyhow. Yeah, we turn it off. It's if, hey, if you've made it this far in this episode, DM me, I'll send you a free Artillery Breath 7 inch. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world. Yeah. I've got like. No, dude, I've got like 25 of them or some shit. Hell yeah. I did send one to that dude from Metal Hammer, dude. He said he already knew us. I was like, well, thanks for never writing a review for us, you fucking cock. <laughs> I didn't say that, but. Oh, He's a good guy, dude. He, you know, he really spoke very truly about the band. And I know I, I don't want to talk about the band too much because it's fucking dead. Yeah. But I just never mind. I won't even tell you what he said. Fuck you. No, he hit it very well. He goes, dude, at that at that time, this is his words. You know, you can you can listen to the episode. His will come out after yours. But he goes at that time in two thousand nine or whatever. Nobody had really done hi-fi black metal like you guys did. Right. right. And I, I agree with that. Sure. And and nobody had integrated that that groove. And I was like, oh, dude, he fucking he picked up on you being a little southern boy. Like yeah, that yeah, that rhythm we had, yeah, dude, yeah, that twang, and I think that's what separated us. We, you can never, nobody could ever say we were not a fucking absolutely monster band. Yeah, we were. We were. I think that we were pretty unique. I mean, we we combined pretty much all subgenres of heavy metal in a way that wasn't like forced. It just kind of came natural. And like he was saying, like there was a lot of black metal out, but most of it was very raw, very ambient, very. You couldn't call us a black metal band, but we were. We sounded like a black metal band. Yeah, at certain times, especially the newer stuff we were writing. But, dude, it was, again, it was a matter of timing, you know? Like, if we would have put everything into it when we were kind of coming into our own, uh, I think that we would have done really well. But we didn't. Nope. We didn't, do it. didn't line up. Ah, I love it, though. We need to release that, that new record, though. Oh, uh, dude, so, so much. Yeah, if it, if it doesn't come out, I'm going to be really fucking disappointed. It has to come out. Yeah, there's no reason not to. It just has to. It, I I told Ronnie, let's just fucking we'll have we'll pay the dude from Dismemberment to do the solos. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Who gives a shit? At this point, fucking James and Drew ain't going to do it. Let's fucking just do it. Just but, just have James send us the uh, the raw files of all the music. Oh, he has all of it. Oh, he has everything. Yeah. Oh fuck, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I mean. We're never. Uh, James, James is very careful. It's it's not gonna. He's not gonna lose it. So. James could downright fucking Gehanna Zoo all this shit. <laughs> oh man! No, but it it, it 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 did it did make me happy to hear somebody because I I've never we never really got reviewed that much, you know. Yeah, we got a couple, and we got like the dude from uh, what was it oranges something oranges. Yeah, so it was cool to hear him say it and then nail it, and I was like, yeah. And then I always think like. Even that is bullshit if you never saw us live. Yeah, I mean, live was a completely different experience for sure. Well, the Pink Floyd heavy metal, bro. We partied. First part. of our music was, we, we partied hard. Now, you're still writing and you and Ronnie are going to do a group? Yeah, man. We uh, we have a project right now. It's called Apparition. And uh, we've got about, I've got about five songs written. Um, I think we're going to leave it at that and just use it as like a demo or an EP. Uh, just kind of tweak the songs and make them fit together better. 
but pr- pretty much all the songs are written for the first EP or demo. Let me do vocals on one. Yeah, why not? Please, I mean, I can record them home. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, I'm, re- I'm recording everything at home. We're not going to do like a studio or anything yet. We're just yeah. going to like... Just let me do one song, bro. Demo, so. I'll kill it. Oh, yeah. I'll kill it. I'm the yeah. shit, dude. Fuck you, know, you don't you fuck you, you don't want me on your fucking record. Fuck your record, dude. Fuck you, fucking dude. round ass motherfucker, dude. Fuck <laughs> fuck your fucking record, dude. No, it is uh You should. I'm I've got like fucking a bunch of thousands of listeners listening to this goddamn fucking thing somehow. Yeah. I am a golden god. <laughs> I am a golden <laughs> So, Russia. Nobody was talking about Russia, yeah. And then this last week. I heard, and I don't know what you've heard, because it's the, the, obviously this has affected the, the whole world, and that's why this thing is weird, right? Yeah. But there's low cases in Russia and here and there and there and there. But in Russia, I just heard that Putin had said, hey, here's your choice, 15 days at home or five years in prison. If we catch you outside, and, and homeboy put you in prison. I kind of yeah. love Putin, dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's got like a ninety percent approval rate, dude. Yeah. Ah, oh, here he goes, dude. It's kind of so. Let's let's put it this way: like Russia is a lot like China in that you know their numbers are coming from the government. You know? They're skewed, right? It's government. They're very skewed. They're the same people who cheated at the Olympics. I think I think that Putin is is a an immeasurable piece of shit. Really. But, yeah, I think he's a terrible, terrible person. But let me let me say, he is genuinely one of the most intense political figures in in probably world history. Really? Yeah, I like here. The dude is the dude is ex KGB. So he's killed people for sure. Yeah, so he's not well, not only killed people, but like he's he is all about like what kind of what's happening now: misinformation, disinformation. Global politics and like how to manipulate scenarios. To how people. how do you get there as a human? I have no idea. <laughs> You're asking the wrong man. That's like a I different mean, kind of sociopath, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be like a, a super legitimate alpha, you know, top dog personality. But also, you kind of do have to be a sociopath to do something like that. You have to have kind of a little regard for the the individual to take it there. The utmost regard for like your historical legacy, and in Putin's case, Russia's historical legacy. Yeah, he he doesn't speak for him; he speaks for Mother Russia. Yeah, and honestly, like I'm saying, he's a huge piece of shit. That man has probably brought Russia from the bottom to like one of the top, back to the top world. This is why I'm saying I think I love him, dude. No, I get it. He's a very powerful figure. See, so I'm buying into his bullshit, dude. I think he's a good guy. I don't think he's a good guy, but I, I do. I see what you mean. Russia's doing okay. Yeah, uh, ish. Dagestan's killing it, dude. What? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You get this fucking fresh haircut, dude. You start boxing and shit. Fuck you, bro. You still boxing? I should be boxing, man. I wish I was. You are. Do you have to stop because of the lockout, or do you stop because you're fucking an Amazon cook? Oh, no, I just have. I. Have, I, mean, I did box. I did like a. I joined a boxing gym when I lived in Dayton for like a year, but I haven't done it since then. Unfortunately, it was, it was real good though. You looked so good when you were boxing, dude. Yeah, it was. I, I lost a ton of weight, and I got like kind of cut. You know. Did you feel that that release of violence did something for you? Um, 
Hey, also, who's doing the vocals in your bullshit band, dude? I'm going to fucking kill them. Uh, for right now, it's it's me and Ronnie. Good. Good answer. Yeah. You're lucky, yeah. you fuck. Let me do one song. Like, I'm not, I'm not a vocalist, but I'm trying to, like, learn how to do it better. So you'll do fine, dude. It's, yeah, it's working. You'll do fine. I'm doing, I'm doing uh, mostly, like, black metal highs. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bird screeches. Uh, Scumgill asked me to be back in it, and then they uh, never emailed me again. So I'm. Uh, yeah, was, fuck, fuck, fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, but it, it's like uh, with Russia, man. It's like anywhere, man. If if the people believe it, is it true? Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's kind of the the whole thing. He, even here is like the people who don't buy into this shit are the ones that are going to disregard all of the warnings. They're the ones that like during spring break in Florida are like flocking to the beaches, drinking a bunch, getting in contact with everybody and saying like, I don't fucking care. That's fucking party. You know what's fucked up about that though is like all these old people are bitching about it. Like those are your kids. You guys did a shitty job raising your kids. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, also, that's like your grandma and grandpa that you're going to spread it to. They're going to die fucking five years early. Like Dude, that. can I tell you a fucked up story, bud? Yeah. So, you know Josephine, my grandma? Yeah. She's 90. And she called me early March. And she said, hey, I bought a bed. I'm not going upstairs anymore. I want to stay downstairs. We build this yeah. bed. I said, okay. So, I went over there, built the bed, whatever. We were talking fucking geopolitics, fucking shitting on people like Josephine and I do. Right. I go up and and she goes, go grab the mattress out of your grandpa's room. I've only been in my grandfather's room, who passed away, what, right after high school or some shit like that? Yeah. I've only been in there like three times. It was like one of them things you didn't go to my grandpa's room. Never did. Sure. So I go grab the mattress and the box spring out there and go put it in the bed. She goes, I've only ever slept on this bed once. Because they slept in different rooms. Oh, okay. Uh, and she goes, I only slept on this bed once. And it was the night your grandpa died. And I went, Jeez. why the fuck are you telling me this? Yeah, that's fucking wild. And she goes, I'm going to die in this bed down here. And I went, why, I went, why the fuck are you telling me this? Yeah, man, that's that's heavy, man. Dude, it was heavy as shit, but I felt good for her. Yeah. I did. She goes, I'm not going to fucking... This is her exact words. I'm not going to go fucking live with you, Eric, or not Eric, Erica, Shelly, or anybody. I want to die in my own house. Oh, that's fucking fine, but don't tell me <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah. I struggle <laughs> daily with my fucking mental illness. Why the fuck are you telling me this? I'm yeah, not... It's real heavy, but also for, for on on her behalf, you know, she's just trying to like show it how it is. Like this is why I'm doing this, and like let I, don't know, I, I can see how that's like. Don't have me build it. Just let me build the bed and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> you know, man. She was trying to like you know human to human. This is what's going on. This is how I feel. Right. That's why humans and humans shouldn't talk. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I dug it, man, and, and she's not a very emotional woman. I felt it was like her saying she loves me. Yeah, man, I, I see that. You know what I mean? It's definitely uh, like a, a connection. It's definitely like a, you know, uh, yeah, you get it. Thanks. Thanks for the fucking kind words, you fuck. 
<laughs> do what? Do you think college kids should get their fucking college paid for? Uh, do you think there should be forgiveness? I mean, I think that I think that it would be pretty beneficial. But uh, yeah, uh, I, mean, I think if you say from here on out, if you do from here on out, absolutely. Like education. There we go. Now we're talking. If you say from here on out, if you meet the the qualifications to go to a state school, it's yeah. paid for. I like well, that. Here's the, here's my issue with it, and here's why. Like I'm I'm not necessarily opposed to. I'm actually, I'm, I am pro forgiveness, but like. Well, of course you would be. You owe tons of money. No, I'm I'm. I'm going to be paid off soon. So even if they pass the law, You are not close. I know the fucking amounts of monies you owe. Dude, I, I'm, I'm close. I've got a couple of years left. How much is Bezos paying you, homeboy? Uh, not as much as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what, what do you tell the Whole Foods people? Share your insurance or whatever. He's a fucking sick fuck, dude. Yeah. He's a sick fuck. He's, he's, a, he's a sociopath. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I think that uh, I think that there's a lot. There would be a lot of benefits, economic benefits, to to killing repayments. And also, you got to keep in mind that a lot of um, a lot of the private educational loans, like so, federal and private educational loans, are the only type of loan that are not dischargeable through bankruptcy. So why the fuck is that? That they're giving they're giving eighty thousand dollars to an eighteen year old. And you can't. Like you, have, you have no nothing to show for it. Well, it's like you guys knew that, though, right? You go bankrupt? What the fuck? I mean, it's super dumb. But like, it was also like a giant fucking scam that I I can't believe so many people bought into. Like, right. there's so many people that shouldn't have gone to college. Yeah. Me in particular, I never went because I knew I fucking wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. Yeah. No matter how talented and fucking smart I am. You know, there was no, there was no drive. You didn't even want to go. Like, there I had a no fucking scholarship, bro. I could have went to fucking play football at fucking Indiana. Yeah, but there, I, I think there's got to be an onus on that, and then we have to say now. I think now we say, I say no forgiveness. We do now. If you meet these qualifications, like, we'll, we'll you pay half. We'll finish the rest of it if you graduate. Yeah, I like that. Because education should be a thing, but it's not for everybody, Eric. The argument, the argument is, I mean, you you can say, tell me, you know that there are dudes and women and trans and fucking trolls and whatever the fuck ever else the fucking people call themselves now in high school that should be told at at like fifteen. You're not going to college, you should work. I, I think there should be a quicker response to you should graduate. Some, some people should be guided into like trade school. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm you saying. Should, you should learn how to become a tradesman or maybe you should learn how to like be a good cook or something. Yeah, like we that. need some plumbers. We need some fucking, or hey, you're built for the military. You should go special forces. For sure. But at the same time, education in general, it, it, it should be taken care of because if, if not if not uh, adult education if, if not for university then in the same vein people don't want to pay for it because they're like blah 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 why are my tax dollars going to universities blah 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 I can still make the same argument in the same vein well, why the fuck am I paying my taxes to your elementary school 
Why, right. Why are, why are elementary schools not privatized? Because I don't have kids. Why am I paying for that? Doggy. Doggy. I'm a libertarian. I think they should be privatized. That's, I, I could not disagree more, but, but I vehemently disagree with that. No, I, I vehemently disagree with it too, but I, I believe in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That, that doesn't make sense to me. No, it – you that's a that's the biggest problem I have with being a libertarian is you cannot privatize education. Yeah. Because there are too many people that don't have that option. Right. It's that that's just not a viable thing. It's the same way that I feel about healthcare. There's very few things that I think should not be uh within within the realm of pure capitalism. Healthcare and education should not be profitable businesses. They should be and I'm not saying they should be owned by the government, but they should they should be non non-profit or not for profit. As we talk about like if you could guise like healthcare into a non-government entity that is that's the that's the one tricky like who does that as a country where it's not government like does anyone even do that? No, it's it's pretty much all socialized or or privatized. It's pretty much like split down the middle, one or the other. Right. So that's where it gets that. Yeah, because everybody should be able to go to the fucking hospital. Right, and it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't adhere to the capitalist system. You don't have choice in healthcare if you get in a car wreck and you're bleeding out. No. You know, because they're like, well, I'd rather go to uh, to an in in. You in, sure don't. In, provider or like oh i'd rather like weigh my options between doctors and see who's cheaper there's no there's no choice you just get rushed to a hospital yeah dude you don't have a choice now like say if you're giving birth the closest hospital is where you give birth right that's that's inherently anti-capitalist like if you don't have the choice you can't if you can't throw your money and, and choose with your money and therefore make the the more expensive and less less good hospital go out of business because more people aren't choosing it and it's not capitalist and that's it's it's not so but you'll never get the american public to to if, if they can, there's no way to guise it under not socialism they, they they just won't go for it for sure i mean that's the thing is we've got a very long history of anti-communism and anti-socialism um, you're goddamn because, right because of the Cold War and that is that is having kind of like some pretty some pretty obvious problems now like it's showing some pretty obvious problems what our privatized hospital well, our, our anti anything that you want to call socialist mentality is, is problematic in that we have a lot of socialist agendas we have a lot of socialist tendencies as a country we just don't call it that but when you call something socialized, like hospital care, then immediately people are opposed to it. Whereas we, we already have a social safety. We have social security. Welfare. Is, is social security. Is, 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 we've been doing that since the 1930s, dude. Like that – it doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's one of those things where I struggle with it because I say words aren't important. Like I'll say whatever I want to say. But right. – and in those cases, words are very important because when you sit, when you label something social, d- social democracy or whatever the fuck, that's why Bernie is is fucking ultimately doomed. And you know, I, I start to like him more because they hate him so much. Uh, Bernie Bernie is literally just trying to emulate FDR. He's just trying to be FDR from the nineteen fucking thirties. And uh, the fact is that FDR was what you would call like a social democrat, and. Uh, that's conflated with socialism, which is conflated with communism. So people hear it and they're like, 
fuck you. We don't want to be China. We don't want to be Soviet Union. But it's not at all what we're trying to be. It's more like Bernie's trying to, and that whole political movement is just trying to make us more like Denmark or Finland or, or Sweden. Yeah, fuck all those countries. <laughs> um, have you heard about drinking tonic water? Uh, what about it? It's supposed to. It's supposed to help with the uh, coronavirus. Yeah, I think I, I've heard it's the. Um, Kalagakiv or whatever, whatever those people died from drinking that koi pond shit. Yeah, the. Because uh, <laughs> they can't read. Yeah. Yeah, that's really dumb. <sighs> These. We live in a very big place. Yeah. I. And I've I've had arguments about this with Nash and probably even yourself. I I think that there should be some ratifying, and I I think states' rights should be a little more important. Uh, I mean, I I think that I think that states' rights. I see the I see the appeal of states' rights. Um, it's really hard, though, man. Like, politically speaking, it's really hard to make it work with, like, federal law, yeah. state law that directly goes against that at times. Well, say now, Eric, like, I think New York City has different rules than we should have here in Ohio. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially rural Ohio. <laughs> rural, rural, rural. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is different. It's, it's different. I mean, you know, you've been everywhere too. It's, it's, it's a very idea. different country everywhere you go. For sure. I mean, it's the same idea as people being opposed to like a $15 minimum wage because like what you need to make in Belleville, Ohio is significantly different than what you need to make in San Francisco. Dude, you make $15 an hour in Belleville, Ohio, you're going to be fucking making bank, bro. Yeah, I mean... But New York City, you're broke as fuck. Right. 15 bucks an hour in a... In a halfway expensive city and you're like struggling 15 bucks in rural ohio and you're probably all you're okay doing all right yeah oh well, so that's your bernie bro that's your bud what do you say to say that he don't even pay his fucking campaign people 15 dollars an hour dude's a prick bernie does i mean it was it was uh what's his name uh bloomberg that was paying his, his oh okay and he was one of those old fucking white fucks yeah, yeah. uh I don't know. I don't agree. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm a huge Bernie supporter. I don't agree with everything he says, though. I mean, I've got my own opinions on a lot of things, so. Wait, uh, you, you have to, right? Yeah. I mean, you just... You just All you can do is correlate with somebody as close as you can. I, I will not ever vote Democrat or Republican ever again, no matter who it is. I just won't do it. Because yeah, I, I mean, fucking I fucking despise that system so much that... I don't give a shit if Gary Johnson can't even read. Like Jacob Hornberger. That's what I'm voting for. If he's on the fucking list, you know what I mean? I, I, and I think more Americans should do the same. I, I you know, I kind of agree with that. Cause I, I, well, we had this conversation when I voted for Gary Johnson. For sure. I kind of agree with it, but at the same time, um, we're like, it's not, it's not going to do anything because there aren't enough people that are going to join you in voting third party. So to a certain degree, I think that, that what's, what's best is to, if you're unhappy with how things are being run either federally or locally at that point in time, whenever an election is vote for literally everyone in the opposite party to show your party, you're unhappy with, with what they're doing. Right. 
Well, how important is local voting, Eric? Oh, so how important is uh, is what? Local very, voting. Very, very fucking important. massive. It's, it's. I mean, it's. It's everything. Important. It's everything. Federal. It's. It's the most important voting. It's know? everything. It's absolutely everything. Yeah. That's one thing when I I I show up and see people and they go I. I'm not voting. I'm like, why? You're not voting in the school levy or the fucking. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? This is shit that. Like city councilmen who literally are the ones. Literally. All this shit. Yeah. It's the most directly impactful thing that you can do. It's actually voting that matters. Yeah. Because the the president thing is, it's it's getting so fucking wild. I, I feel like it's already predetermined, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't because I can definitely see it going either way at this point. Well, I don't get paid by Bezos, so. I mean, I'm just saying, dude, I can definitely see Joe Biden winning and I can definitely see Donald Trump winning. I, I There's don't. not a goddamn chance. You know what's going to happen? Cuomo's going to run. Who? Cuomo. Cuomo. No. He's not going to run. Yes, he is. And then Trump's going to be in trouble because he can't fucking, because he likes him. Nah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be two. It's just gonna be Biden and, and Trump. Trump's gonna donkey sm- donkey. Gonna be, he's gonna donkey punch Biden. I think that's very possible. Yeah, he's I gonna donkey do. punch Biden. I don't I don't think that's gonna happen, but I think it's very possible that it does. Biden Honestly, is the reason I think that it's probably not gonna happen, although it very well could. I think it's not gonna happen because for whatever reason, uh, the the turnout in the Democratic primaries is literally more than the Obama years. It's historic. There are more people voting in the Democratic primaries than ever before. And I think that that speaks to... They're on lockdown. No, I mean... Like, I know. Like I'm fucking the, you, know, you know what I mean. I know. I think that speaks to, A, a lot of people being unhappy with not voting for Trump, but like voting for Trump and then him not doing a lot of the things that he maybe said he was going to vote I, on. I definitely hear you there because I think a lot of people that did vote for Trump secretly that didn't say it, I think he had a lot of those. For sure, he did. And I think he let a lot of those down because he literally didn't do shit. And you can hate him. The only good thing he's really done, in my opinion, is the trade tariffs on China and then the, the travel ban from China, which he did early. And people hated him for it, but it actually did work out well for this coronavirus thing. And people don't like to talk about it because he's such a fucking douchebag. Well, so that's, that's the thing is is that even even the ban from China was it was it was kind of rough because he only banned like Chinese citizens coming from China into the U.S. He's wild, dude. But there, but there were a lot of people who were potentially infected that uh. from China, of other nationalities, and those those people weren't weren't barred. Oh, see, I didn't know that, man. A lot of the individuals within government and, and within the healthcare system were saying, like, we see this spreading like wildfire throughout China. We need to stop all travel from China right now. And he only did Chinese citizens coming from China. So that was that was part of the, the critique of what he did. I see that. Well, I see, I thought it was just a Chinese ban. Like, all travel from China. Yeah, not, not quite. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think there were a lot of people that voted for him for, for obvious populist reasons. They thought he was an outsider. He was going to push laws and legislation that were more pro-American, less big business oriented. And when it came down to it, he didn't necessarily push a lot of like, you know, pro, uh, 
pro-citizen laws, and he did a lot for Wall Street and a lot for big businesses, even though he campaigned against all that. So I think, I think there's a lot of people dissatisfied who are voting for Biden, and that shows that maybe there's going to be a lot of people in the general election that do the same. So now you're a Biden bro. Why am I a Biden bro? No, so now you are a Biden bro. No, I absolutely hate Joe Biden, dude. Uh, He's fucking not mentally okay. No, I'm pretty sure that he has dementia. I am almost 98% sure he has dementia. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, I think he's like had a stroke or something, but he's not all there. He's he's not all there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think that you know. He has Alzheimer's. I'll I'll vote for him. You voted for Hillary, now you're gonna vote for Alzheimer's, boy! I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind, dude! I think I think that getting Donald Trump out of office is my bigger priority. <sighs> my biggest priority is to prove to you that our goddamn earth is flat. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that it's flat, dude, but I guarantee those pictures from NASA are fake. Uh, yeah, I disagree. Very, very heavily disagree. But you, you disagree on the same facts that I don't agree. You can agree to that, can't you? Would you think satellites are just not real? Yes. They're private satellites. Like you can, see, if you had the money, you could send your own satellite to space. That makes them even more fake, Eric. That makes no sense. You think I make no sense? I'm, I'm certain that right now you make no sense. I'm t- <laughs> I can't even understand how you're so fucking dumb and you went to school for so goddamn long. <laughs> when have you ever seen a satellite, bud? Uh, never. 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 Not one goddamn fucking time. Even all those fucking... The whole decade is college. <laughs> oh, when have you, when have you ever seen a real-life... Uyghur. Oh, oh, what'd you say? <laughs> what was that word? Chinese, like the, the Uyghurs, like the Uyghur camps in China. Are you saying the N-word? Uyghur. Oh, the death camps. Yeah, what have you seen one of those in real life? So now we're arguing... So now we're arguing about fucking death camps, huh? When have you seen one? I haven't, when? Eric. I haven't, Eric. There's a lot of things that neither of us have seen. But they didn't look fake. Yeah, well, they didn't look fake. The earth looks fake as fuck, dude. I'll tell you that right now. You're out of your goddamn element. Aliens. Aliens are real. Fuck yeah. Bigfoot. (laughs) Bigfoot's real. Dude, see, you make sense, dude. (laughs) Hollow Earth. What was that? I didn't hear that. Hollow Earth. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, there are caves, if that counts, but no, the Earth is not, like, hollow, hollow. So you believe in the magna, the core, and all that shit? Yeah. What makes you believe in that? I would love to hear that, because that's nonsense. Uh, again, I just don't, I don't spend enough time looking into it or reading about it, but I just defer to the... But, but you know the whole, you know the whole catalog to goddamn Mortis. You know the whole catalog to goddamn Mortis, but you can't see the center of the earth? <laughs> Dude, Mortis rules. Dude, Mortis does rule. Hell yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we're on the same page there. Mortis, Mortis does rule. If there's anything you stupid fucks 
take away from this goddamn episode, Mortis fucking... Did you go see him live? I did. I Dude, did. how good was it? It was awesome. Was it loud? It was very loud, and it was just him on stage in his goofy-ass troll costume. Just playing? There's playing synthesizers, yeah. Dude. It was awesome. That sounds incredible. I thought Ronnie was supposed to go with you. I, no, I saw him in Seattle here. What show was he supposed to meet you at? I don't know. When? I don't fucking know, dude. What's your new stupid band called? A Magnum? A Magnumation? <laughs> uh, apparition. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. That's, that's good. That's good. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> I, I love you. I love you too. No, I'm I'm proud of you guys. Thanks, man. You look good. Your steer concert looks good. There's other things I had to say to you. There's no one listening at this point. All right, I think you said that an hour ago, but like at this point, there's literally no one listening. <laughs> All right, let's shut it down. Eric, tell them where to find you. You can find me here in Seattle. <laughs> uh, I, I don't really do social media much, so you can't really find me anywhere else. Well, go listen to Artillery Breath. Yeah, go listen to Artillery Breath. And then keep your ears out for uh, Aspiration. Yeah, once Apparition has some uploaded stuff, I'll have you plug it maybe on a later show. I definitely will, man. And I oh, yeah. I think this is very beneficial. Yeah, man. Well, this is this is why I wanted you on because we don't disagree, but we read different shit. And what I trust you, you hear me at least. I don't think you ever honestly believe anything I ever say because you're a fucking prick. I've, I've, I've said some shit that makes sense to you before. Absolutely, you have plenty of times. But that's—I I love you to death, dude. You're one of my favorite humans of all time. Yeah, man, I feel the same way. I love you so much, man. You're very talented. It was—it's a pleasure to know you. Yeah, man, I've, I've had a lot of fun. Good to be here on the biscuit. Good to talk to you as always. Hey, be safe. Uh, maybe one day I'll meet your fucking girlfriend, dude. We're gonna come to Ohio as soon as this bullshit's over. Am I gonna meet her? Yeah, dude. Just, what's your fucking name? Amanda. What's your dog's name? Red. Leave that thing the fuck home. Uh, he's coming with me. Fuck me. <laughs> God damn it, dude. All right. I love you, buddy. Love you, man. See ya. How many fucks do I give?